This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources as well as future camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. Welcome to another episode of our Known Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Prawl. We're beginning a brand new unit of study with this session. It's called Savior and King. We're going to spend the next four weeks looking at Jesus and the topic of lordship. This is one of our know units of study, which is really intended to help your students know God better. And so we're going to spend some time for for these next four weeks helping them to know Jesus. And we're going to look at four different questions throughout this month. I've got a guest in the studio with me this month to help you understand these life principles and the scripture passages. Uh, Jimmy Hester is here with me. Jimmy, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. I'm glad you're here with me. Uh, Jimmy, take a moment and tell folks what you do here at Lifeway. I know, but some of these folks may not. Well, I'm the director of student ministry publishing and uh, bring some kind of guidance to this (laughs) component. (laughs) There you go. And uh, uh, really try to herd cats more than anything. But (laughs) it's a a great, great ministry, and I really do value all of our folks like Rick and others who are on our staff and uh, the material that they put together for for student ministry. It's just amazing the kind of uh, resources we're able to provide. So we provide resources for students, 7th through 12th grade, really for parents as well as the student and their leaders, which is who this is for. That's right. And uh, Jimmy, I appreciate you taking the time to help us understand this unit of study. And we're just going to walk through these life principles and how those help us answer the questions for each one of these sessions. This first session is called Life Giver. And our question is, why did Jesus come into the world? Uh, And the point we're trying to get to, uh, Jimmy, is that Jesus came to give eternal life. And for a lot of our students, uh, a lot of our students in our classes, you know, they'll recognize Jesus at Christmas and Easter, but really want to kind of even move beyond all of that in this session. We're looking at John chapter 6, verses 32 through 40. Our first life principle in this session is that Jesus came to give life to the world. We're looking at verses 32 and 33. What do you see there in those two verses, uh, Jimmy, that helps us understand this life principle? Well, I think this whole passage, thirty, the whole passage we've identified here, 32 through 40, which comes out of even a bigger passage, really is a it's a great it's a great passage to use for what we're trying to answer here, uh, because it contains both present kind of evidence of why Jesus came, but it also contains future stuff, and we'll see that as we get into it here. But first of all, it does talk about that he came to give life to the world. It's interesting. This passage and some others we're going to look at this month begin with the phrase, I assure you, Mm. Jesus starts that each time. And it's almost like um, he's saying, I tell you the truth, which, of course, he's going to tell us the truth. He's Jesus. (laughs) But it's a way to get the attention of the disciples. And I think it's important for us to whenever we see that in Scripture is to pay a little more attention ourselves as to what he's getting ready to say. And that's what he begins the passage we're looking at today. I assure you. And then he talks about uh, what he's trying to get across. And, and his point here is he talks about real bread versus 
not so real bread. Right. And he contrasts it with Moses when it was mirac- the bread was miraculously given to Moses for the people. And then he comes back and talks to the disciples about that he is the real bread. He is the bread. And that image of bread is so important. And that's what that's what's giving us the um, image here to help us understand who he is. Because bread is what? It's a necessity. Right. It's something to feed us, to satisfy us. And he's contrasting himself with that to say he's the real bread. He's the one who has come to give us life and to give life to the world. And so he is a life giver in that sense. Right. And one of the questions we have in this section in the leader guide for leaders to kind of struggle with with their students is, you know, how is this life that Jesus gives different from all the other things that we might identify that give us life and meaning? How is what Jesus is talking about different? You know, I think that's a that's a point that we need to make very well with students because they're looking for the answer to that. They're going to be searching for all different kinds of, quote, bread right. <laughs> to satisfy themselves. And a lot of people are, adults are too. But students for sure are going to be looking for that. And so I think it's important for us to do it. So the kind of bread he's talking about here is is that. he's He's going to provide for us in a, just like bread in a physical sense is going to satisfy our hunger, He's talking about his bread in a spiritual sense is going to satisfy our spiritual hunger, what we're looking for and searching for. And that's what we need to help our students understand is to is what is one of Jesus' primary reasons for being here. Sure. And I think that's a that's that's an important point we need to make with our students. That it's it's necessary stuff. It's not just a well, I may take it or leave it, but it's necessary for us to have the kind of life he and uh, he wants us to have. That's right. That's exactly right. That's great. And leaders, just again, just to point out, this is a great session to help us understand that that how our life principles tie into that question each week. Uh, we really try to add these as answers to the question: Why did Jesus come into the world to give life to the world? The second life principle this week is that he came to do God's will. Uh, John six thirty four through thirty eight. What do you see there in those verses, Jimmy? Well, he just picks up here. Uh, he 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 picks up from his image of bread because. It, the disciples ask a question. They say, well, sir, give or they make a statement, sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus realizes he's got to come back now and say what he meant by using the term bread. I don't think they understood before that he was the bread of life. Right, yeah. And so he comes back and that's how he starts it. I am the bread of life. Hmm. And no one who comes to me will ever be hungry. And, and he goes on to talk about that. And he talks about it in terms of, his purpose for being here, that he is following God's will for coming and being here on this earth. It's God's will. It's God's plan. Jesus came to fulfill God's plan for us. And that's what these verses are speaking to. Uh, Again, that will help students understand that this is not something that Jesus thought of. This was something that was given to him by his father. Right. And that God was the one who was behind the plan, and Jesus was the uh, implementation of that plan. And so Jesus came to do that. So he was executing God's will. And we'll move from those two life principles to the third one, which really actually gets to our point this week, is that Jesus came to provide eternal life. Uh, Verses 39 and 40 there in John 6. uh, What do you see there in those two verses? That helps drive home this idea that you know Jesus came to provide eternal life. Well, this is that future part. This is the part that we can 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 dwell on when we talk about why he came. We talked about that he came to give life to the world. He did it because it was God's plan. 
But here's the extension of that. It's more than what he came to do for us in this world. It's, it's an eternal thing, and it's eternal life. And so we see here that he, became, that he, he brings eternal life, but there's a, there's a clause to it for those who believe. Right. And that's the real heart of what's here. And I think, again, this is a great opportunity for, to help students kind of uh, confirm that belief, maybe for some other students in your class, maybe they've not made that decision yet. And so now's an opportunity to talk to them about making that and believing, becoming a believer. Because, you know, complete reliance upon Jesus is what gives us eternal life to those who believe. And so that's what this this is speaking about. And the word believe that's used here in the Greek can mean believe or trust. That's a part of it, trust or rely on. And John chose to use the verb tense of that word here to make it an action. It's not just a noun, a belief, right. but it's the action of believing. And so there is some some responsibility on our part to 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 move forward with that and believe. And when we do, then we've made a commitment to Christ. And we're going to see this in some other some of our other lessons this month. But we've made a commitment to Christ, and we are believing, and we can trust and believe that He's going to bring us eternal life. Right. And leaders, that that last explanation that Jimmy gave really helps understand and helps you drive home that question that's in your your material this week about what does it mean to believe in Jesus. So you may want to rewind and, and play that again to help identify that particular question. And Jimmy, you've you've mentioned this is an opportunity for students that may not know Christ. And leaders, I do want to point out that in your leader guide at the very last part of Wrap It Up, there's a reference to the known plan of salvation that's at the back uh, inside cover of your leader guide. This will be a great opportunity to use that with your students and to provide them an opportunity, as you will through every session in this particular unit, but especially this one, to allow students to come to this point to understand Jesus as the giver of eternal life. So it would be a great opportunity. I think, too, Rick, that we can make the point, since this is the first of four, right. that this whole month is going to provide that kind of opportunity. Uh, as they as they learn more about who Jesus is, it could be you're planting seeds this this session That's right. that, are, that you can reap in the next three sessions. Definitely. Well, leaders, as we're wrapping up this session, let me again just remind you our question this week, why did Jesus come into the world? Our point this week is that Jesus came to give eternal life, and we're looking at three life principles that help answer that question for this session, is that he came to give life to the world, to do God's will, and to provide eternal life. Thanks for joining us for this session. Uh, pick us up again next week. We're going to get into the question of why did Jesus do miracles for session two. So join us again next week.